Welcome to the Utah Women in Leadership Podcast. We are continuing our series of podcasts highlighting each of the 18 critical areas of focus that are part of A Bolder Way Forward. I'm Dr. Susan Madsen, the Karen Haid Huntsman Endowed Professor of Leadership at Utah State University, and I'm also the founding director of the Utah Women in Leadership Project. And today I'm here with the leaders who are heading up the area, and we call them spokes in a will of change, of political representation, boards and commissions, and civic engagement and advocacy. So first... Becky Wright is with us today, and she is the founder and CEO of Proximity and also a board member of Utah Women Run. Second, Nina Barnes, a board member of Utah Women Run and the Policy Project. And Luna Benuri, founding board member and executive director of the Utah Muslim Civic League. Welcome to all three of you today. Thank you for having us, Susan. We're happy to be here. Thank you. So as an introduction for our listeners, A Bolder Way Forward is a statewide movement that is bringing together businesses, organizations, individuals, and communities who are either already doing related work around girls and women or are ready to get engaged and lean into the work. If we are serious about ensuring that Utah girls and women and their families better thrive, we need to create positive change much faster. A Bolder Way Forward leaders are working together to accomplish bold goals in 18 critical areas that require societal change. And one of these is the civic engagement. We have three areas, political representation, boards and commissions, and civic engagement and advocacy. And so I want to jump right now into questions with my three guests. Becky, can you start? Please provide our listeners with an overview of this specific spoke. Thank you, Susan. We're so happy to talk about this. This is an issue that is so near and dear to Luna, Nina, and my heart. We have a big, big, bold vision for this spoke, and our vision is to have equal representation of women and men in political roles, boards and commissions, and as advocates in all spaces. As you know, women still hold less than 30% of all elected offices across the federal, state, and local level. And when you look at numbers from underrepresented communities, the numbers are even lower, with Black women comprising less than 6% of office holders in Congress. We really want to encourage women to jump up and step forward and be present in these boards and commissions, in these political roles, and we can't wait to do that. We know that companies and, and areas they see improvements in creativity, innovation, openness, and it enhances the company and the board's reputation when there is gender inclusivity. And we're very passionate about seeing that in the political and civic representation area. I love that. And and it has been a problem in the state of Utah. We do have less women. We have always ranked lower, um, especially the last few decades. And so this is so important to the work of the whole Boulder Way Forward movement. So thanks to all three of you for being willing to step forward and lead. Nina, I want to move over to you. Tell us what are the bold goals that your spoke is working towards for 2026 and 2030? Well, we're really excited about the goals and we've looked at what has been happening and the history of what's been happening in Utah. And we've really dialed in on the areas where we believe women are winning in the state. And so we're focusing in the next period of time, the next several years of enhancing those areas where women are winning. 
we, we know these areas uh, of focus in these goals in political representation focuses on getting women elected for public office, but we know specifically at the municipal level and local level that women are leading and winning and succeeding and influencing at that level in those communities. But we not also, enough, I should say. Not that, enough. Right? Not, not enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why the goals are there, right? Like that's why we're dialing in because it's not enough, but the potential to win and really impact at that level is great. Um, and our goals show that. We're also looking at boards and commissions. We know that we have momentum. We have um, state leadership who cares deeply about this. We have women prepared and ready and comfortable to step on to boards and commissions and really impact on the policy, the budget side of, of boards and commissions and the hiring of who, who, who we hire to lead out of those boards and commissions. So that's another area where our goals are focusing on. And then the last one is an advocacy work. We know that when you drive advocacy and women are part of policy making, that's also budgets, that's rules, that's guidelines, and that's leadership. So as far as advocacy work, women are, are leaning in and making a huge difference in those outcomes. And we know as we work on these three goals, as we work on political representation, boards and commissions, and policy advocacy work, that that's the greatest way to leverage the women in the state of Utah to really make a meaningful difference in outcomes and in mentorship of the next generation. Thank you so much. And and in terms of percentages, um, municipality, the goal is by 2030, correct, to increase those numbers by 25%. And I think yeah. that's that's really important. And on boards and commissions, 25%. And, yeah. uh, and then you have some others as well, foster a 15% increase in engagement and membership relates yeah. and advocacy groups. So those are very specific goals. Specific and ambitious. And we really believe yeah. if we can move that dial, that you really will start to see the impact of that. And the greatest benefit is that our young girls and younger women are going to see it and then yes. want to be it. Yeah, that shift is going to be so important as we see that and then see it move down into raising aspirations of girls and young women that are coming up the road. So thank you so much for that. Um, Luna, I wanted to go over to you. And before I ask you the specific question, I, um, and your question is, how do, how are you measuring progress? But I wanted to ask you, why are you passionate about this topic in general? You know, um, it, the reason I'm passionate about this, and I, yes, I am very passionate is, uh, Keith Allison, uh, once said that, you know, representation matters. And if you're not on the table, then you're most likely on the menu. Um, so coming from, like you know, minority communities, you know, a policy representation, all of these spaces has very sparse representation of uh, women of color. And my entire career or my entire experience in this space, and when I came into Utah, I saw a clear absence of such, you know, representation. And the more I got involved, the more I realized uh, how important it is. Um, you know, everything has a way of being represented uh, or being voiced, but the long-term difference only comes through policy and civic engagement. And so that's where I invest and that's where I hope to reap benefits for the entire community. Thank you so much. 
So Becky, back to you for a minute. How are you measuring progress and success in your spoke? Well, as you know, Susan, we have these benchmarks that we're trying to reach um, in 2026, 2030, and overall just continue to change and improve the state for women, uh, for girls and women in this state. And so within those goals that Nina has just expressed with increasing women in boards and commissions, increasing women engagement and membership rates and advocacy, increasing youth engagement and perceptions of women, we have percentages and metrics that we're trying to reach within these benchmarks. So we want to increase as a 25% increase for municipal candidates, we need to have more female mayors and more city council uh, seats held by women by uh, close to 500 uh, seats for mayors and city councils. And then for school boards held seats on school boards held by women, over 100 need to be there by 2026. Those are metrics that are important to us so that we can say we are measuring this, we are going towards this and, and maintaining that parity within rural districts, within uh, school districts and city town council seats as well. I love that. And, so that's... and we have some great metrics already on some of these things, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of the boards and commissions that Nina just talked about, we just put out a a new study so we know exactly where we're at right now and we'll be able yeah. to know where we're at in 2026 and 2030. And for yours, we we go through, there's some national you know, Rutgers, uh, the Center for Politics for Women, and also UWLP. We track, we hunt down all of that. So I think that's awesome that that we'll have some real data and be able to track those changes. Absolutely. And one of the things that's really key for people to understand is there are hundreds of positions, boards and commission seats open each year where people can jump up and be part of these commissions and can apply to, you know, represent even just a general public or a specific position. So one of the metrics that we're looking at there is we're looking at over a thousand new engagements of of women on those Utah state boards and commissions. And that's a a number that we can reach because we have that full support of our governor. And, and as you mentioned, that tracking is happening right now. So we can see where, where the holes are and where we can add in um, a female voice. I love that tracking uh, the civic engagement piece in terms of advocacy and those, that's a little bit harder to do that, but I think we'll be able to definitely do that. And Nina, why don't you start and, and Luna, please jump in and Becky, but what are some other organizations that are partners and affiliates in this work? Well, fortunately, we have so many, it would be hard to name them. But if you'll go to the Boulder Way Forward website and go into our spoke and start looking at our affiliates, it's been really fun to gather so many other organizations who historically have been siloed in their lane. And now we're networking and coming together and building relationships and understanding this whole is going to be so much greater than the sum of the parts. And so we are building that affiliate group. We have newsletters that are going out each uh, regularly into your mailboxes or your email boxes, your inbox. And those are going to be full of the information. They're very brief, not time consuming, but just little reminders of what's happening and ways to get engaged. 
we also are getting, we're planning our first event for January, and we will be meeting throughout the year, either virtually or in person to build that networking opportunity and really dial down in our goals and the mission and what we're trying to do on our spoke. And we're looking for to people to be involved in those working groups. So and, there's all um, kinds of ways for people to kind of engage, it yeah. sounds like, and for organizations. Becky? Yeah, let me also just mention, I've already seen this this a couple weeks ago, I was down in St. George with Nina and a few others who were able to see WLI, um, Women's Leadership Institute, and Utah Women Run come together for a St. George event that uh, focused on women's leadership and the urgency and the need for women uh, to step forward. We're already seeing these partners, you know, working and doing such great work They've been in this space for years, even yeah. decades. And so after being there this weekend and seeing the good work that WLI and Utah and Run have done, uh, it was so inspiring. And I'm so proud of the work that we're doing with Boulder Way Forward. One of our main um, objectives is to amplify the good work that's already being done that people and organizations have been doing for years. And so we have some of the ones I'd like to highlight. We have League of Women Voters of Utah, we have Mormon Women for Ethical Government, Project Elect, Salt Lake Chamber, the Policy Project, Utah Civics Project, PTA, Utah PTA, Utah Women Run, Women's Leadership Institute, Women's Work Utah, Proximity, Utah Women in Politics. There are so many organizations that are doing wonderful work to try to get women the tools and resources, the training, the support that they need to jump into this space. And our job is to bring them together and to help everyone uh, kind of work together and find an opportunity for us to amplify. I love that. And Nina, you already talked a little bit about how people can get involved. Luna, any comments that you would like to add to that? And then any of you, just please feel free to jump in. I kind of want to go back to uh, the idea that Utah has one of the highest number of volunteers per capita and that Utah does care. And that in Utah, uh, when we have this kind of culture, it all boils down to our innate need for social justice, our need to have a community that, you know, demonstrates care. And civic engagement and policy and advocacy work is one area where we this can be demonstrated. So the more women, the more folks that get involved, it will improve our bottom line in terms of the society that we live in. So it's it's important to constantly remind us as well as everyone that we come across to get involved. Thank you so much. And you mentioned in your last comment about uh, women of color. And I'll tell you, we need women of all races and ethnicities and backgrounds to use their voices and join in um, and become more active, whether it's politics on boards and commissions or, you know, just speaking up, right, and leading change in different ways. Um, And so encouraging everyone to do that is so important. Um, Any other thoughts, Nina, on that? And then Becky. Well, I just would, you know, for those of us who've been in this state so many years and doing this kind of work, it's such an important time to jump on the momentum of change and the opportunity. And I think the thing we're offering is that it doesn't matter what your interest is or what your comfort or your time restraints are. There is a place to lean in and be involved in our spoken others in affecting change. 
and Utah desperately needs you and our children and our homes and our communities needs the women of Utah step forward and lean in and make a difference in leading um, in a beautiful way as we change and move forward. I love that. And Becky, I want to just to ask each of you to make one more comment. Any final thoughts? What would you say as we are moving forward? Becky? You know, Susan, I grew up with six older brothers. I had to pack light, hurry fast, make it happen. Uh, hiking, biking, camping, sports, you name it. But it was around the age of eight that I naturally um, felt a pull and a desire to be with women. And I, at the age of eight, created our neighborhood's first girls club, complete with our handprint signature on our butcher paper mission and charter. And we were there and we were so excited to be together. I want the women of Utah to have that same excitement, to recognize the strength that comes from coming together as women. If there are going to be changes that are going to be made in Utah, they're going to be made by the women of Utah. We are here. We need your support. We need your engagement and your advocacy and you to step forward and to see yourself as a leader, as someone who could be part of this board of commission, as someone who could lead your community because you have the skills, you have the innate ability to do that. And we're here to help facilitate that. Oh, I love that. Luna, any final thoughts? So they say that about 29% of Americans rate their communities as excellent and 56% of Americans rate their community as good. Among Americans who report going into religious services at least once a week, 40% rate their communities as excellent. Among those who do not attend, only 25% rate their communities as excellent. So 46% of Americans who volunteer at least once a week think their communities are excellent compared to only 24% of those who do not. It is important to get involved. Oh, again and again. That. Thank you so much, Luna. And and I'll let you end. Nina, uh, any final thoughts for you? I'm so excited to be part of the Boulder Way Forward. And thank you, Dr. Madsen, for your work in this, because I've spent a lifetime in this lane. And oftentimes it's been lonely. And for me, the greatest success I'm seeing is the incredible networking of amazing, inspiring women coming together in one common purpose. And that's to enhance and elevate the lives of women and their contributions to home, family, community, and our state. And I'm thrilled to be part of this. And I would ask our listeners to join us in this incredible movement of change. Becky, Nina, and Luna, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast episode hosted by the Utah Women in Leadership Project at Utah State University in partnership with Utah Public Radio, USU Extension, and the John M. Huntsman School of Business. And thanks, Nick Poroff, for his technical support. To learn more or to get involved, or both, visit the website of boulderwayforward.org. This movement requires thousands, and I would say tens of thousands of us, working together to create positive change for Utah's girls and women, and I would also add their families. So please consider joining us. In addition, to learn more about the Utah Women in Leadership Project, you can visit utwomen.org. Thank you.